Okay, this is Ty Tyson speaking from Riggs Stadium in Detroit. Speaking for WWJ, the Detroit News, and W45D, the frequency modulation station in Detroit. And we're all set to bring you this all-star baseball game this afternoon. The annual all-star game between the pick of the American League and the National League. A great day for a ball game. Probably the best day that the teams have had since the inauguration of this series between the two clubs some nine years ago. Bill Findle's band is out here playing right below. It's pretty hard to talk over. They're right down here between the home plate and the uh, screen behind the stand. The American Lakers are taking their infield practice at the present time. And Al Stack doing a bit of clowning around third base. Trying to get this a little plainer to you with all the band going on. I assure you the band will not be here after the play starts. They'll be over in the stand. Big Stadium is all decked out in the national colors. There are very few vacant seats at the present time. And the reserve seats for the game were sold long before noon. They're still coming in to take up positions in what few vacant seats are available now. They're sold, however. The only seats that I can see that are vacant, I know, are in the reserve section. So those tickets have been sold, and these latecomers will be here probably uh, before the game starts or shortly after it gets underway. The actual play will start... At 1.30. Right now, with the uh, American Leaguers taking infield practice, Bertie Tebbets is doing the catching here with Artie Fletcher batting them out. Jimmy Fox is at first base, and Al Shack down there clowning at third. He just let a ball go right through the center of a straw hat, getting a, uh, quite a laugh from the crowd. Al will do some other stunts here a little later, but uh, at the present time, he's doing that old uh, stunt of his playing third base, which we've watched for years. Now, the lineups. I'm going to give you the tentative lineups right now. We'll check later on. But I know that uh, a lot of you like to get these written down when you have plenty of time and long before the game gets started. And I think it'll be the official starting lineup. I got uh, the American Leaguers from uh, Del Baker, who was managing this club, and uh, Bill McKechnie, managing the National Leaguers, gave it to me. And, of course, there may be a change before the game actually starts, but I doubt it very much. Inasmuch as this is played in uh, an American League park, the American Leaguers are the home club, and the uh, Nationals will go to bat first. And here's their batting order. Stan Hack, H-A-C-K. Third base. He's from the Chicago Cubs. Terry Moore. M-O-O-R-E, the St. Louis Cardinals, left field. Pete Reeser, R-E-I-S-E-R, Reeser, of the Brooklyn Dodgers, center field. Johnny Mize, M-I-Z-E, St. Louis Cards, first base. Bill Nicholson, N-I-C-H-O-L-S-O-N, of the Chicago Cubs, right field. 
Yankee Vaughn, P-A-U-G-H-A-N, of the Pittsburgh Pirates, shortstop. Linus Fry, F-R-E-Y, Cincinnati Reds, second base. Mickey Owen, O-W-E-N, the Brooklyn Dodgers, catcher. And Whitlow Wyatt, W-Y-A-T-T, of the Brooklyn Dodgers, pitcher. Now, let's see. That gives uh, two of the Chicago Cubs. the St. Louis Cardinals, three of the Brooklyn Dodgers, one Pittsburgh Pirate, and one Cincinnati Red, the starting lineup for the National League. For the Americans, it's Bobby Doerr, D-O-E-R-R, for the Boston Red Sox, second base. Cecil Buck Travis, T-R-A-V-I-S, Washington, third base. Joe DiMaggio, New York Yankees, center field. Ted Williams, of the Boston Red Sox, left field. Jeff Heath, of the Cleveland Indians, right field. Joe Cronin, Boston Red Sox, shortstop. Rudy York of the Detroit Tigers, first base. Bill Dickey, the New York Yankees, catcher. And Bob Feller of the Cleveland Indians, pitcher. So that gives us DiMaggio and Dickey of the Yankees. York of the Tigers, Feller, and Heath of the Cleveland Indians, Bobby Dorr, Ted Williams, and Joe Cronin of the Boston Red Sox, and Cecil Travis of the Washington Senators in the starting lineup. Just a minute. Yeah. Randy. All right, what do you want? Al Schacht has now gone out on the pitcher's mound. He is warming up with a gent that almost knocked him over. I think it's Johnny... Johnny Radulovich. He's really socking the back to Al. Al is taking his glove off the hand. And now the uh, one of the uh, boys are bringing him out a glove that is just about as big as the ordinary catcher's uh, chest protector. Not quite as big as the ones that the umpires use, but uh, maybe Al will do a little better later on. Winding up, you can't even see from, uh, well, a little below his shoulders. He's entirely covered from there up by this mitt. He's lost out there. He's facing center field as he starts winding again. Now he turns around. He heaves this one in. It's a ball. Catcher shakes his head and throws it back awfully hard. Backs Al back three or four feet. Tears that glove off. And he has a telephone there. He's picking it up and calling. 
Here comes the team led out from the Tigers bench, which will be the American League bench this time, over the third base side, wheeling out a glove that just fills a wheelbarrow. And it's a good-sized wheelbarrow, not a toy barrow, the kind that Neil Conway uses out here to keep the field in good shape. He's got this glove up on his shoulder and partly on his head. He's staggering around out there. He's really putting on a good show for the folks. He starts starts to swing, and the weight of the glove pulls him back about ten feet behind the pitcher's mound. There's the wind-up, and the, the, the glove knocks him flat on his back. He puts it up and down on his head, and it drives him flat to the ground. In the meantime, Bob Feller is warming up in uh, all seriousness down here for the American Leaguers and Whitlow Wyatt for the Nationals. Both right-handers. Shacked is down on the ground. This catcher threw the ball back just over his head, clear out into center field. They're getting ready to raise the flag. And uh, the band is all set here to play the National Anthem. The umpires have just come out. And here's the way the umpiring will be handled during the first four and a half innings. Bill Summers of the American League. Well, we're getting the lineup over the PA system. And uh, I'll give you the umpires before this starts. Bill Summers of the American League at uh, behind the plate. Hugh Jordan of the National League at first. Bill Grieve of the American League at second. And Babe Pinelli of the National League. At third, and incidentally, Babe Pinelli played third base here in Detroit, 1920. So he's starting this all-star game as umpiring at the same spot. I will check up on this official batting order. We're all right so far. Back, third base, Moore, left field, Reeser, center field, Myers, first base, Nicholson, right field, Vaughn, shortstop, Fry, second base, Owen, catcher, and Wyatt, pitcher. Now that National League lineup, which I gave you a while ago, is correct. Here comes the American League batting order. Door, second base. Travis, third base. Joe DiMaggio. Center field. Williams. Left field. Heath. Right field. Cronin. Shortstop. York. First base. Dickey, New York, catcher. Feller, Cleveland, pitcher. The umpires are coming up. And it won't be long until this all-star game is actually on the way. In the eight previous games, ten home runs were made in these all-star contests, five by each league, so they're all even as far as that's concerned. Only uh, Frankie Frisch of the Cardinals and Lou Gehrig of the Yankees produced more than one. Frisch hit for the circuit in the inaugural game in 1933 and repeated in 1934.
Bob Gehrig made a home run in 1936 and another in 37. Now, others that are may get a home run today are Joe DiMaggio, who hit one in 1939. Jimmy Fox, when playing with the Athletics, hit one in 1935. Uh, Joe Medwick, who was representing the Dodgers this time, while with the Cardinals, hit one in 1934. The umpires, the managers, and the coaches have come out to the plate, getting all set. And as I say, it will not be long until here we go. 1933, the American League won 4 to 2. In 34, the American League repeated again 9 to 7. And again in 35, they won 4 to 1. Everybody up, national anthem. Right-hander, 
with 16 victories as against four defeats. Now, the rules of the game, the all-star game, is that a pitcher works three innings. He can't work any more than three unless he happens to be the third pitcher in the game, and the game goes into extra innings. Then he dare stay in as long as the manager so desires. Umpire-in-chief Bill Summers is yelling something to Neil Conway, groundkeeper, to be sure and get a couple of these photographers out of the way that are down beyond the American League dugout opposite third base. Dan Hack, left-handed batter, third baseman of the Chicago Cubs, his first man up in this ball game. The National Leaguers are wearing their road uniforms, so they're quite colorful, different ones. Feller's first pitch, a fastball on the inside corner around his knees for a call strike. The Cubs have a uh, sort of a silky-looking uniform, light blue pants with a white stripe down the seam, same color shirt, Sort of a jersey effect with dark blue sleeves, white shoulder pads, and a red stripe around the uh, sleeve abo- just above the elbow and a blue cap. Rather colorful. Feller just broke another fast one in there for the second called strike on Hack. Hack is hitting in the neighborhood of 310 for the season. The count is two strikes and nothing. Feller starts that wind up. Here's the pitch. And it's a low-breaking curve inside, close to the batter's feet for ball one. Two strikes, one ball. First man up in the all-star game, Stan Hack of the Chicago Cubs, third baseman on the National League team. We have a strong breeze blowing from the outfield right into the plate. There's the wind-up for the next one, and Hack swings on a curve ball that dropped down in the dirt. Dickie digging that out of the dirt. Feller not relying on the fastball to blow by that time but a beautiful curve. One out. Next we have Terry Moore of the St. Louis Cardinals, left fielder and a right-hand batter wearing the the gray with the red uh, trimmings. Steps in there, waves his bat at Feller and swings on the first pitch, a high, fast one, getting the underside of the ball, following it back to the net. Strike one on Moore. One man out. First inning, one strike on Terry Moore. Feller draws his pitching hand across his shirt front, blows on the old meat hand, leans over, gets the sign, begins that wind up. The arm is up. There's the kick, and the pitch is a curve outside, a little high. Ball one and strike one. One ball, one strike, one away. Bases empty in the first inning. Leo DeRocher coaching at first base for the Nationals. Barking in there. Terry telling him to pick out a good one and hit it. Feller starts his wind-up, and the pitch is in there. A fastball on the inside corner, belt high, and plenty rapid. And the count is two strikes, one ball. Two and one on Terry Moore. Feller pulls his cap down a little more firmly. Kicks around at the pitcher slab, leans over to get the sign from Dickie. Bill comes out of that crouch. The wind-up starts, and the pitch is a hit, a fly ball, rather, in short center field. Shortstop Cronin backing up for it and takes it for the out. A little blooper in short center field, about uh, 40 feet behind second base. Cronin, the shortstop, making the foot out. 
So there's two away. And Pete Reeser, sensational hitting outfielder of the Brooklyn Dodgers, hitting 360 and a long ball hitter. This kid is a pip. I've seen him in spring training, and he really can hit. Left-handed batter. Feller goes to work. The bases empty. Two outs. First pitch. Fastball high outside. Ball one. He works for DeRocher, and DeRocher hollered, hey, and he looked around. He says, make him get it over and then sock it. One ball to count. Two men out. Bases empty. Dickey comes out of that crouch. Feller starts his wind-up, then begins all over again. There's the motion. The pitch is a fastball around the batter's knees for a call strike. The count is one and one on Reeser. Brooklyn Dodgers road uniforms are gray. Blue stockings and blue caps, blue letters. The count is one and one. Feller has the sign. There's the motion for the wind-up. They're playing Reeser straight ahead. Reeser bunts. Foul down the third baseline. And the count is two strikes and one ball. Two and one. Jimmy Wilson of the Chicago, manager of the Chicago Cubs, coaching at third. Leo DeRocher, manager of the Dodgers, coaching at first. And the count is two strikes, one ball to Pete Reeser. Feller gets a new ball ready. The arm goes up. Here's the pitch. Reeser swings on a low pass ball off the outside corner for strike three. That ends the first half of the first inning. Feller striking out two and causing the other to pop to Cronin in short center field. No run, no hit, no error. Pack first up, struck out. Moore popped to Cronin behind second, and Reeser struck out. Now we get the American leaguers. See what they can do against the right-hand pitching of Whitlow Wyatt. Mickey Owen, who is doing the catching at least as long as his battery mate Whitlow Wyatt is on the hill, first three innings at least, wasn't expected to catch at all in this game, although he'd been chosen. But he uh, suffered a, a bad bump over the eye and it didn't look as though he'd get into the game at all. However, he is here and is going to catch. He's wearing a mask with a special uh, padding. Looks like sheep's wool all up around the top there and also along the, uh, the left side, at least, down along his jaw. First man up will be Bobby Doerr, the Boston Red Sox, playing second base for the American Leaguers this afternoon. Right-handed batter. Bob was out of the game, out of the lineup for some time due to a very bad Charlie hole. He's telling me he's all right now. And he's in there ready to go. He's been playing recently. The last time the Red Sox were here, he was out of commission. Now, here's Whitlow Wyatt. The record of 13 victories and 40 defeats. Big right-hander used to be with the Tigers. The first pitch door hits a high fly, a rain maker right up at second base and Fry takes it for the put out. One away on the first pitch. Next comes Cecil Travis. Third baseman, 
Washington Senators, left-handed batter. Nice to the American Leaguers, all wearing the white uniforms, the home uniforms. Wyatt's arm goes up for the pitch. It's a curveball down in the dirt. Ball one. Boys are passing the ball around the infield a bit. Owen tossing it out to Hack. Hack gives it a rubbing up, then tosses it back to Wyatt. They're playing Travis just about straight away at that. Except shortstop Arky Vaughn has moved over a little towards second. But the outfield is playing straight ahead. And the next pitch to Travis, a fastball in the outside corner. Let her high for a called strike. Makes the count all even at one and one. One strike, one ball. And the motion for the next one. Outside. Wyatt trying for that outside corner. Has missed with two pitches. He isn't very far outside, but just off. So the count is two balls, one strike. Taking his time, looking for the sign. Owen comes out of the crouch. There's the motion. And it's fouled into the upper deck. Opposite third base. Souvenir ball. Strike two, and the count is two and two on Travis. He hit a fast ball, a high fast pitch. A little late getting around that time. Two strikes, two balls. One man out, bases empty in the first, no score. Here's the pitch. Travis turns one around back here in the screen, right behind the plate. Foul ball. I can't see very many open spaces in Briggs Stadium right now. I would say right now there are over 50,000 in here. Wyatt gets a new ball, rubs it up a bit. Chews his gum, waiting for the sign. He already has it. Owen comes up, here's the pitch. And there goes a drive to center field, coming in fast for it. And takes it for the putout is center fielder Pete Reiser. Or Reiser. Two men out. And a big hand being afforded Joe DiMaggio. Joe comes up there, taps the plate with the handle of his bat. This game doesn't count on that consecutive record of hitting. He's already hit in 48 straight games. See whether he makes it 49, but this will not count. Thursday's when Joe wants to get number 49. First pitch of Wyatt's right over the outside corner. Belt high, a nice curve for a call strike. And they're playing Mr. DiMaggio plenty deep and shading him a little toward left field. The next pitch is a high fly. And third baseman Hack is coming over across the foul line as the wind blows it right into the third base coacher's box. He takes it for the putout. So each team retired in order in the first inning. No run, no hit, no error. Door popped to second baseman Fry. Travis slide to uh, Reeser in left center. And DiMaggio fouled out to third baseman Hack. Now we're ready to go into the second inning. We'll have Johnny Mize, Bill Nicholson, and Archie Vaughn. First three to face Bob Feller. Big Johnny standing there working with three bats. He's a powerful lad. Hitting 348. 
Wise, Cardinal first baseman, left-handed batter. First man to face Feller in the second inning. No score, no hits. The windup. Feller's first pitch to Mize is a fastball outside for ball one. Bob steps around, gets a better footing out there on the hill. Field is in excellent playing condition. An ideal day. Bright sun, little breeze. Next pitch, Mize hits a high fly to center field. DiMaggio playing perfect position, fades a couple of steps and takes it for an easy out. One down and Bill Nicholson of the Chicago Cubs. Left hand hitting right fielder. Moving up in the spot just vacated by Myers. He's a big, powerful lad, too. Now that wind has switched a little bit and blowing more toward the right field stands, benefiting left-hand pull hitters a bit. Feller's first pitch, a fast ball, fouled back against the screen, strike one. Came in there with a fast, letter-high pitch. One strike on Nicholson. One man out, bases empty, second inning, the all-star game. No hits and no runs. Feller working on this new ball. He's satisfied with it now. Leans over and gets the sign from Dickey. Bill comes out of the crouch. The arm goes up. Here's the pitch. A curveball breaks over. Starts outside and comes over belt high for a call strike on Nicholson. Feller throwing a nice hook. One ball, one strike. Now Bob is crouching over. He's all set. Straightens up. The arm goes up twice. There's the kick. The pitch is a fast one outside. A little high for ball two. Two balls, one strike. Two and one. Crowd pretty quiet. Very tense. Feller begins his motion. Here's the pitch. Outside again, another fast ball, a little high and outside. Two balls and two strikes. That DeRocher has plenty of voice coaching down there. First base, Jimmy Wilson, manager of Nicholson, just gave him a sign. I don't know whether uh, he's reading Feller or not. But at any rate, he gave him a sign. Now we'll see what happens. There's the wind-up. Here's the pitch. And it's a curveball that breaks over for a called third strike. Whatever Jimmy gave him, uh, I don't know whether uh, Nicholson uh, caught it or not, but at any rate, he stood there with his bat on his shoulder. That feller broke over a curve for a called third strike. So there's two out, bases empty. Archie Vaughn of the Pittsburgh Pirates, shortstop and left-hand batter coming up. Three left-hand hitters in a row in this inning. That's three strikeouts for feller. Of the first five men retired. First pitch is a high fly, close to the foul line in left. Ted Williams is coming over fast for it. He's under it and takes it just as he crosses the foul line. Plenty high in left field, and the wind blowing toward right field helped keep that ball in where Williams could finally get up to it to make the catch. So that ends the second inning for the Nationals. No run, no hit, no error. Mize, 
applied deep to DiMaggio in center field. Nicholson took a called third strike, and Vaughn fouled to Williams in left. Coming up for the second time at bat, the American League presents Ted Williams, hitting 405. Jeff Heath, 371. Joe Cronin, 338. Williams is the only lad who has hit a ball over the root of the third deck in this ballpark. It is quite a clout. There's Owens' toss to Fry at second. Fry whips it to Vaughn. Vaughn over to Hack. Hack gives it a going over before returning it to the pitcher's mound. Now Wyatt has it. And we're ready to go. And this is WWJ and W45D, Detroit bringing you the all-star classic from Briggs Stadium. Williams up there at the plate. Wyatt looks him over. Now he has the sign. Owen comes out of that crouch. The arm goes up for the pitch, and it's a fastball outside about chin high for ball one. And when chin high on Williams, it's up there pretty close to six feet. They're playing Teddy well around toward right field. The defense... Next pitch, a curve, breaks over the plate, but too low. Ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Two and nothing on Williams, leading off. There's the wind-up, the pitch. Ball three. Ted almost went for that one, a sinker that broke right down, almost in the dirt. Owen had the back of his glove on the ground when he received that pitch. Three and nothing. Fastball through the middle. The automatic strike. Williams taking it. Never moved his bat off his shoulder. He looks down toward first base where Merv Shea is doing the coaching. Hardy Fletcher coaching at third for the Americans. Count is three and one. Wyatt winds. He pitches low for ball four. The first man to get on base in this ninth all-star clash. Ted Williams getting there by... The base on ball group. Jeff Heath, another left-handed batter. Hits a long ball coming up there. Heath of the Cleveland Indians. Hitting 371. Williams on first. Nobody out. Heath seemed ready to go. Then he's backed out of the batter's box. Rub a little dirt in his hand. Getting a little fine from Fletcher down there at third. Wyatt pitches from the shoulder for the first time. He swings at a low, breaking drop for strike one. Wyatt had that one down plenty tight. Right down around his chin. One strike on Heath. Williams taking a little lead. Not much. Myers is holding him on pretty closely. There's a ground ball to second base. It looks like a double play. It is a double play from Fry to Vaughn to Myers. Looked like a since Taylor made double play when that ball left Heath's bat. Not very hard hit ball, and uh, down toward second, which gave Fry a chance to come into the ball while running in toward second base. Vaughn coming across, taking the easy toss, then rifling it to Myers to complete the double play, and here comes Joe Cronin of the Boston Red Sox, right-hand batter, two out on the bases, empty in the second. Joe up there with his bat poised high in the air, waiting for that first pitch, and here it comes, and it's in there, too, a fastball, plenty fast on the inside corner about belt high, Ball strike on Cronin. 
Wyatt starts his motion for the next pitch. And bends a curve over this time, fooling Mr. Cronin. Belt high curve ball for strike two called. Two and nothing. Two men out, bases empty in the second. No score and no hit. Only one man has reached base. That was Ted Williams starting this inning in a base on balls. Playing Cronin toward left field with Vaughn playing a very deep shortstop over toward third. There's the pitch and Cronin flies to right. And settling himself for the catch out there in right field as Bill Nicholson takes it for the out. And that ends the second inning. No run. No hit. No error. Williams first up. Walked on five pitches. Heath grounded into a double play. Fry, Vaughn to Myers. And Cronin flied high to Nicholson in right. This is a tight little ball game, but we expected the same. Pitchers like Feller and Wyatt opening the game. It really didn't look to me as though either team were going to get any runs in that first inning, first three innings. Here comes a couple of boys from the bullpen out under the stand, because this will be Feller's last round to go. That is a large gentleman trotting in there, Paul. Big Paul. When he carries a, a windbreaker just on half of his body, he looks much larger, doesn't he? Yeah, he looked pretty large against the Tigers in the last game. Last ball. Oh, here we go. It's Linus Fry, first up for the Red, uh, for the National Leaguers. Cincinnati Reds, second baseman. Left-handed batter. Fry, Owen, and Wyatt. Unless they use a pinch hitter for Wyatt. Don't think they will because Witt may pitch the third against the American Leaguers. Feller starts his windup, and the first pitch is way outside. Ball one. One ball to count. Linus Fry, first up. Third inning. No runs, no hits. Here's the pitch. A swinging strike, and he goes for a low ball off the outside corner. And the count is one and one. One strike, one ball. Feller mopping his brow with his shirt sleeve. Now he's around, satisfied, getting the sign. Dickie's still in the crouch. Bill comes up. Bob starts his motion. The pitch. Ball two. A little high. And a trifle outside to a left-handed batter. Feller throwing him off this near corner to me. Two balls, one strike. And the motion for the next pitch. A foul down the first baseline. Right between the bag and the coach's box. DeRocher jumping away from someone has a souvenir. That one took a nice hop as it got out there to the barrier. Someone sitting in a field box reached out and got it. He has a souvenir of this all-star game, and the count on Fry is two strikes, two balls. First man up in the third inning of a hitless and scoreless game so far. Feller steps around out there on the mound, smoothing the dirt a little bit where he comes down after delivering the pitch to get a better footing. Now he's in the hole, ready to go. His arm goes up and down and up again. Here's the pitch. Fry lines a single to right field for the first hit of the ball game. Line drive about ten feet high as it went through the infield, midway between first and second base. 
The first hit of the ball game, Linus Fry of the Cincinnati Reds. And here comes Mickey Owen, Brooklyn catcher. One man on, nobody out. The American Leaguers put the first man on in the second inning, but he was erased with a double play for the next batter. Now here's the National National Leaguers have their first chance. Owen is a right-hand batter. Dickey comes up out of that crouch calling for the pitch. Feller pitching for the first time without a full wind-up. Lays the first one over, let her high for a call strike. One strike on Owen. Fry edges off first a bit. York is standing right on the bag. There he's caught between first and second. Throw to York and then to Cronin. And he's out. Feller, York to Cronin. Fry made his break too soon before Feller delivered the pitch and was an easy out. Feller, York to Cronin. One away. Now Feller can go back to that full windup. And that's a bad break for the Nationals. Mm-hmm. Time called. Owen starts to wander out of the batter's box as an airplane passed not over the field. He was off the beam this time. Didn't fly right across the field. But it was a bit disconcerting. Mr. Owen didn't want to take his eye off one of Feller's pitches looking at that airplane. Mickey doesn't want to get hit in the head again. Here comes another plane. I don't know whether it'll stop for this one or not. It's coming right over, too. Here's the pitch, and there's a high fly to left field. Plenty of chance. Williams is galloping in slowly. He's under it now, waiting, and takes it for the out. Two away, and Wyatt is not going to pitch. We're going to have a pinch hitter for Wyatt. So with us all through after pitching two innings. Mel Ott. Mel Ott is batting for Wyatt. Ott is a left-handed batter that cocks his foot, lifts it off the ground before he swings. That front foot comes up, and the pitch is low, ball one. Ott batting for Wyatt. Melvin is a pretty fair hitter, if anyone should ask you. He has 18 home runs to his credit, leading the older circuit. Left-handed batter, and the count is one ball, two men out, bases empty. Feller pitches, and it's a fast one outside and high for ball two. Feller pitching him down and then high and outside. Two balls, no strikes. Bob starts his wind-up. Here's the pitch, and he lays that one over, midway between the belt and the letters on his uniform for a call strike. Two balls, one strike. Lots of chatter out there in that... American League club talking it up to Feller. Bob Pierce in there for the sign. Dickey's out of the crouch. The arm goes up and the pitch is fouled. Back in the netting behind the plate for strike two. Making the count all even at two and two. Two strikes, two balls. Two men out. Bases empty. No score in this ball game. Feller getting a new ball in shape. Has his glove tucked under his arm. Now he... Pulls it on, dries his pitching hand on his shirt front, leans over, comes up straight, begins his wind-up. Here's the pitch, and the pitch is outside for ball three. So Ott will have a chance to look over a three-and-two pitch and make up his mind. I'm glad it's Ott. 
Not me. Three and two. One hit has been made off Feller. He has fanned three and he's walked none. Now there's the windup. This is the pitch. Here she comes. And Ott strikes out, the bat slipping out of his hand, going clear up to first base. Dickey dropping the pitch, which was in the dirt. Picked it up through to York. And that ends the third inning for the National Leaguers. And Feller is all through. After pitching his three-inning score, allowing one single, no runs, struck out four, and walked none. No score in this ball game, and since Ott batted for Wyatt, Wyatt only worked two innings. Gave up no runs, no hits, struck out none, walked one, and big Paul Derringer, Cincinnati right-hander, now pitching for the National Leaguers. He'll pitch first to Rudolph Preston York, and uh, both boys are familiar with each other as far as uh, playing against each other. That catcher. We also have a new catcher in there. Al Lopez of the Pittsburgh Pirates catching. Rudy York first up, Derringer pitching. And Rudy gets quite a hand. Local boy, only one on this club today. First pitch, an extremely high fly. An easy chance for center fielder, Ricer, and he takes it for the putout. One away. Next we have Bill Dickey. Yankee catcher. Having a marvelously good year after a bad one last year. Bill has come back a long way this year which is a big help to putting the Yanks up where they are. He's hitting 330. Last year, Bill could hardly buy a base hit at this time of the season. First pitch to this left-hand batter is outside. Ball one. Derringer winds, pitches a sidearm pitch, which is hit on the ground to second baseman Fry. There's the toss to first, and Dickey is out. Fry to Myers. Roy Cullenbein, St. Louis Browns, Detroit boy, batting for Feller. Roy Cullenbein, he's getting quite a hand. Left, he's a switch hitter, so he'll bat left-handed. Two men are out, base is empty, no score. Derringer winds, here's that pitch, and he breaks a curve over for a call strike. And the motion for the next one. A swinging strike. Fastball. He was a little late getting around on that. Two strikes and nothing. Here's the pitch. 
Cullen Vine hits right back to the box. An easy bounder. Derringer grabs it, tosses to Mize. Cully is out. And that ends the third inning. No run, no hit, no error. Three scoreless innings in this ninth All-Star Classic. And now we get a new American League pitcher, and it looks to me very much as though it might be Lefty Thornton Lee. The last time I saw Lefty Thornton Lee, he was doing tricks to the Tigers here. He has won ten games for the White Soccer's. Lefty Lee, Thornton Lee, now working for the American Leaguers. No score in the first three innings. This is WWJ and W45D Detroit. First man Lee will pitch to, left-handed batting Stan Hack. First time around, Feller fanned Hack. Here we go. Hack is in there, leading off in the fourth inning. Lee's arm goes up for the first pitch, a sidearm curve for a call strike. Hack was going to swing, decided not to, but the ball bent over the outside corner, around his knees for a call strike. And the motion for the next one. Inside, ball one, one and one. Throws a sidearm half crossfire pitch. Big tall rangy lad, six feet. Arm goes up and he pitches low, ball two. Tried for that outside corner with a knee high pitch, but the ball was too low. And it's two balls and one strike. Two and one. Ball three. A little bit off the outside corner, up around the letters of the uniform. He shakes his head. He didn't think that should have been called a ball. That's the first time we've seen any of the pitchers question the pitch. That is question the calling of a pitch. Three and one. He may have to come in with a fat one this time. He does for a call strike. Not too fat at that. Ball was down around the batter's knees. Hack preferred to play the string out. The count is three and two. This is the pay ball. There's the wind-up. Here she comes. And it's socked on the ground for a hit. A single just out of the reach of Cronin. Tried for a backhand stop. Going over toward third base, but the shortstop couldn't get in front of it. And that's the second hit of the game, and the National Leaguers have both of them. Prize single to open the third inning. Hack single to open the fourth. A fry was trapped off first. And I imagine that Hack will play it a little safer, especially with a left-hand pitcher up there holding him on. Terry Moore fouled the first pitch into the crowd out beyond the National League dugout up first baseway. Ball skipping around out there. Gave the fans something to laugh at. And umpire Summers tossed a new ball out to Lee. Hack takes a bit of a lead. Moore here, a right-hand batter. Hits to right field, a fly ball, and it's an easy chance for the put-out out there, taken 
by right fielder, Heath. So there's one away. Hack remaining on first. Pete Reeser is up. Left-handed batter whom Feller struck out on his first appearance at the plate. He hits a bounding ball to York, grabs it, steps on the bag. He's throwing down to Cronin. And Cronin tags Hack sliding into second for a backhand double play. An easy bounder to York right at the bag. Rudy grabbed it, stepped on the bag, and whipped it to Cronin, putting it on to Hack as he slid for the bag, and that ends the fourth for the National Leaguers. They had to play that double play in reverse. And the runner at second had to be tagged. No run, one hit. No error. National Leaguers have the two hits that have been made. Neither team has scored. The American Leaguers... I've received the only base on balls issue. Ted Williams drawing one to open the second inning for the American League. Any changes yet? What about? Left field. National Leaguers now. And Bobby Doerr is first up for the Americans. Fouls up into the stands behind third base for strike one. He popped the second baseman the first time at bat. Derringer all set with a new ball. Pitches. Doerr fouls into the dirt. Strike two. Strikes and nothing on door. Derringer waiting out there with that new ball. Nods his head. Lopez comes out of the crouch. Here's the pitch. And it's socked on the ground to second baseman Fry. Picks it up. He didn't have to move for it and throws him out at first. So there's one away in the fourth. And Buck Travis coming up. Slide to center field the first time up. Left center. Now the National League lineup at the present time is... Terry Moore in left, Pete Reiser, center, Bob Elliott in left, Sonny Myers at first, Linus Fry at second, Archie Vaughn at short, Stan Hack at third, Derringer pitching, and Lopez catching. The first pitch to Travis, a left-hand batter, low outside. Ball one. And the wind-up for the next one. Foul, strike. Just ticked a little piece of that. The white padding on the mask used by the National Leaguers. The catcher turns around. He looks sort of like one of these, uh, these white-faced monkeys. There's a drive to left center field, and it looks as though it's in there for a hit. It is. It's going between Moore and Reeser for a two-base hit to the barrier in left field. 365 feet away, the first American League hit. And the first extra base hit. But Travis... Bob Washington getting that one. There's one out, 
Babbitt's on second in the fourth inning. No score. And that was a clean double. There was no chance for either Moore or Reeser to get in front of it. And here comes Joe DiMaggio. Fouled out to third base the first time at bat. First pitch inside ball one. This is the first time anyone has got to be on first base. High fastball outside, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Derringer hunches his shoulders, chews his gum, nods his head to Lopez. Shortstop Vaughn playing well over toward third. DiMaggio hits a long fly to center, deep center field, and it's taken by Reeser after a long run. 400 feet away out there, and Travis sprints to third after the catch. That ball was really tagged. Reeser scampered well over into deep right center field to haul that ball in while still going at least 400 feet from the plate. And someone, I think, in the upper deck out there threw something down. I saw something pass between the ball and uh, the direction Reeser was going, which is not very good sportsmanship in anybody's ball yard. Now, they had a little huddle out around the pitcher's mound. Hack, the third baseman, Lopez, the catcher, and Derringer, the pitcher, as Ted Williams coming up to the plate. Theodore walked the first time at bat. Long, lanky left-hander. Says he's right in the pink. Steps in the left-hand batter's box. Derringer's arm goes up for the pitch, and it's a fast ball outside, chin high for ball one. Wind has shifted around again and is gently blowing in from right field. Just a gentle zephyr. And the motion for the next. Strike call. Big Paul found that outside corner with a letter-high fast ball. One ball, one strike. Travis on third, two out in the fourth. No score in this ball game. They're shading Williams around toward right field. Derringer pitches. Williams fouls back up in the top deck. Up among the working press. And the working press are pressed for space today. There's a lot of them here. The count is two strikes. One ball. Williams up there. Here's the pitch. Williams lines to right field. And right fielder Nicholson falls down. The ball over his head against the barrier. Travis comes home for the first run of the game. A two-base hit for Williams. A line drive double for Elliott. Over Elliott's head. He fell down, slipped out there, and fell flat on his back. Could have had that ball had he been able to keep his feet. With a low-line sinker. Shot over his head then against the barrier for a two-base hit. And the first run of this ball game is in. The American leaguers leading one to nothing. A cheap way to get a run, but the runs count. Jeff Heath is up there, left-hand batter's box. First pitch, a call strike. Has a tough break for Derringer and the National Leaguers when Elliott lost his footing and sat down in the grass. Strike swinging. He caught that ball about set time. Right where he was. 
Two strikes and nothing on Heath. Jeff steps out of the batter's box. He's in again. Derringer waiting for him. Now Paul pitches. Heath fouls back in the net. And the count is still two strikes and nothing. Crowd is murmuring about that drive out there and the fact that Elliott fell down. Just feet shot right out from under him. Sat down gently. Strike three called on Heath. Derringer laying that one right in the middle. And that ends the fourth inning. And the American Leaguers take the field with a one-run advantage. One run. Two hits. No error. And one left on base. Bobby Doerr, first up, grounded out on an easy chance, second to first. Fry to Myers. Travis lined a double between left and center field against the barrier out there, 360 feet. For the first American League hit of the game, a two-base hit. DiMaggio flied very deep to Reeser in right center. Williams lined to right field, a sinking line drive. Right fielder Elliott slipped in the grass sat down, and the ball just over his head against the barrier for a two-base hit, scoring Travis for the first run of the game. Heath then took a call, third strike. So there you are, one run, two hits, no error. Each team has made two hits, and the American Leaguers have the one run that's been scored. Elliot is, uh, Mize, rather, first up, starting the... Fourth, fifth inning, rolls to York for an unassisted putout. Huh? Yeah. One away, and here comes Elliott. Right-handed batter. Now Bob can get back in uh, the good graces of everybody by socking one home run out here to make up for that sitting down in the grass business out there. Foul ball hits Dickey on the right toe. And Bill is stepping around there. Limping a bit. Strike one. One strike on Elliott. Lee's arm goes up. He pitches. A fast ball down toward third. Travis comes up with a nice stop and throws him out at first. Two away. Bases empty. Archie Vaughn, the Pittsburgh Pirates, shortstop in this game for the National Leaguers. Tried to left field the first time up. Moves in there in the left-hand batter's box. Lee starts his wind-up motion. Here's the pitch. And a wide sweeping curve outside. Ball one. There's the motion. Foul. Bouncing up toward Leo DeRocher. Coaching at first. One strike, one ball. One strike, one ball. Two men out in the fifth. American leaguers leading one to nothing. Lee pitches a curve ball outside for ball two. It's two balls and one strike. And the motion for the next one. Foul right over our heads up here. 
No change in the count. Two and two. Two strikes, two balls. Two men gone, bases empty. Ready to go, the arm goes up. Here's the pitch. Fast ball inside, nearly hit him. Stayed up there a long while to see whether that pitch was going to break. It didn't. It's that high, hard one inside, right under his chin. Three and two, what'll it be? There's the motion, the pitch. It's a bounding ball over the pitcher's head, coming in fast as Bobby Doar. The throw is too late. An infield hit, a leg hit for Archie Vaughn. Slow, high bounder over Lee's head. Doar rushed in from second base, had to take it. Near the edge of the grass, coming in, and the runner beats the throw by ten feet. That's the third National League hit. We're getting a pinch hitter, I believe, for Linus Fry. Brooklyn Dodgers, apparently by the uniform, Herman. Bill Herman batting for Fry. Right-handed batter. Two out, one on. Curve. On the outside corner, called strike. One strike on Herman. Fastball, high. Ball one. One and one. Billy Herman, former Cub, now with the Dodgers. Lee pitches way outside. Dickey had to leap out in the left-hand batter's box for that one. The ball apparently slipped out of lefty's hand. Bill is carrying it back to him. Now tosses it to him. With a word of encouragement, comes back behind the plate. The count is two balls and one strike. Tying runners on first. Marky Vaughn, two men out. Billy Herman batting for Linus Fry. Lee pitches, Herman swings and misses. Strike two. Missed a fastball that was outside. I think he was looking for a curve. Thought that would bend into him. But it didn't. Two strikes, two balls. There's the stretch, the pitch. And there goes a drive safely into center field. DiMaggio takes it on the first hop. A single for Herman. Advancing Vaughn to second. The tying runners on second. Al Lopez, the catcher, coming up. That's the fourth National League hit. One hit off, Feller. Three off, Lee. First pitch to Lopez, a right-hand batter, a little guy. High outside, ball one. Dickey carries the ball out again. Has a word or two with his pitcher. Runners on second and first. One away. Now Dickey's back there again. He's out of that crouch. Lee pitches, and there's a bounder to Savage at third. Grabs it up, runs over, and touches the bag ahead of Vaughn coming in for a fourth play at third. Ending the first half of the fifth inning with no run, two hits, no error, two left on base.
Now, here we go for the recap of that inning, the fifth. Johnny Myers first up, grounded to York for an unassisted put out. Elliott grounded out, third to first. Vaughn singled to door. Herman batted for Fry and singled to center. Vaughn stopping at second. Lopez forced. Vaughn at third. Travis unassisted. No run, two hits, no error, two left. Now we have a change in the umpires. Probably a change in uh, some of the lineup, too. I don't know. Uh, Herman, who batted for Fry, is now playing second base for the National League. And Bucky Walters pitching for the National League. The score is one nothing in favor of the American League. With the American All-Stars coming up for their turn at bat in the fifth. Herman playing second, Walters pitching, and we'll get a change in these umpires. They'll move around. Finelli, I believe, is coming in behind the plate. Finelli of the National League. He's exchanging with the way it looks now with Bill Summers, who did the first four and a half innings behind the plate. Bill is going out to third, take up his position along that foul line behind third. Finelli coming in behind the plate. Uh, Jordan taking care of the second base assignment. And Bill Grieve of the American League, the first base assignment. So there's National League umpires behind the plate and at second. American League umpires at third and first. Joe Cronin first up, faced Bucky Walters, swings and misses the first pitch for strike one. And the motion for the next one. Fastball inside. One strike, one ball. Cronin fouls up in the third deck. Strike two, two strikes, one ball. Finelli stands off with a right-hand batter up there. Stands a bit as we're facing the uh, diamond. Stands a bit to the left of the catcher and crouches right down with him. He really can see those pitches come in there. Another foul back upstairs. In other words, with a right-hand batter up, Finelli, the plate umpire, is virtually between the catcher and the batter. Not out in front of the catcher, I understand, but he really gets a good look at that plate, and he's right down there with him, and Cronin fouls another one. High up on the roof behind the stand. Two strikes, and nothing, two strikes and one ball. Cronin first up facing Bucky Walters, the right-hander. Cincinnati Red. Joe fouls another one back in the screen. Tossing a new ball out each time. This one goes out to Stan Hack, the third baseman. He's giving it a going over, then passing it back to Walters. <laughs> Cronin fly to right field the first time up. 
Walters looks him over, begins that motion. Here she comes. Fast ball for a call, third strike, and Cronin lets off one yell, but quickly stops and starts over to the dugout. Looked like a pretty fair pitch to me. Right in there in the inside corner, a fast sidearm heave. Bob belt high for a call, third strike. Rudy York coming up. Rudy fly to center field, a towering fly the first time up on the first pitch. All right, one away. York up there. Strike. He says he swung. Umpire Pinelli says he swung. Rudy says he didn't. He's out barking at Babe. But Babe says it's a strike, Rudolph. It was a nice curved ball that did miss the outside corner and a bit low. It was breaking off. A nice jug. One strike. And the next pitch. Ball low. One strike, one ball. Seems like an American League crowd out here. The way they're yelling. It's a good ball game. Whoever you're for. Ball two. Low and inside. Two balls, one strike, one out, bases empty, one nothing in favor of the American Leaguers. Fifth inning, York at the plate. Hits the next pitch, a single into left field. Low line drive into left. Here comes the throw. The shortstop, and York is on first. One man out, Rudy on first, Bill Dickey the batter. That's the third American League hit. Cecil Travis, Ted Williams half doubles, York a single. Derringer worked two innings, gave up one run, two hits. Struck out one and walked none. One gone, York on first. Dickey up there in the left-hand batter's box, first pitch. Is a spin going down the left field line. York is stopping at second. Dickey rounds first, and now he comes back when he sees that York pulled up at second. Pretty fast fielding out there by Terry Moore, and they know that Terry has a good arm also. And Artie Fletcher coaching at third, knowing Moore's arm and York's uh, rather lack of speed. Rudy is no flash on the bases. Held him at second. Dickey had made a wide turn of first and was halfway down to second. Had York not been ahead of him, it would have been an easy double, of course, for Dickey. But they had to play this safe. Chances are York would have been thrown out trying for third. Lee is batting for himself. Lefty Lee, the American League pitcher, bats him as he throws him, fouls the first pitch, strike one. One man out. Scores one nothing in favor of the American Leaguers, fifth inning. York is on second, Dickey on first. Each team has now made four hits. Walters takes his stretch. There's the clutch and the pitch. A swinging strike. Lefty went for one that was low and outside. A fast ball. Two strikes, no balls. The high stretch. But he pitches, Lee fouls right over our head. New ball tossed in the game, count two strikes, no ball. 
Spinelli moving over now with the left-hand batter up there. He's to the right of catcher Lopez. Watch down with him to get this pitch. And Lee drives a fly ball to Reeser in left center. A nice running catch, and York is going for third. Here comes the throw, a good throw, but too late. And York takes third after the catch. Dickey remaining on first. Reeser ran well over into left center for that one. A well-hit ball. Two men are out. And Bobby Doerr comes up. Has popped to second base. Grounded to second. Right-handed batter. Door of the Boston Red Sox. Two gone. Shortstop Vaughn playing rather deep for Bob. Walters pitches. Fast ball on the inside corner. Letter high for a called strike. Scores one nothing. Remember in favor of the American Leaguers. Two out, two on. Door fouls going into the stands out left field way. Strike two. New ball tossed in. They're passing it around the infield. Lopez to Myers. Myers to Herman at second. Herman decides not to go any further with it. Just tosses it back to Bucky Walters. Bucky is doing a little juggling with the rosin bag. Dusting even the back of his hand. Standing there calmly getting the sign. Lopez down in the crouch. Now Al comes up. There's the clutch. Here's the pitch to door. A swinging strike, and thus ends the fifth. No run. Two hits, no error, two left. And that gave Waters two strikeouts in that inning. The American Leaguers also made two hits. Cronin, first up, was called out on strikes. York single to left. Dickey. Also single to left. York stopping at second. Lee hit a long fly to center fielder Reeser, who made the catch over in left center. And then Dor- uh, York took third after the catch. Door struck out to end the fifth. The score still one nothing in favor of the American Leaguers. Each team has made four hits. The American Leaguers have had three left on base. The Nationals, two. It's Joe Gordon playing second base now for the American Leaguers. Uh, Lou Budrow playing short. And I, of Cleveland, and I guess that's the only change. Yep. Gordon playing second base. Budrow playing shortstop. Gordon of the Yankees. And Lou Budrow, the flashy shortstop of the Cleveland Indians. As the National Leaguers come up in the sixth inning. First man up. Sucks that first one down the line in the third. Along the left field line. And he's going for two bases on that pitch. Two bases. It's Bucky Walters. The pitcher. That's the way to hit him when you're pitching. The tying run on second on Walters' double. Down that left field line on the first pitch. That's the third double in this ball game. Walters on second with a tying run. Stan Hack coming up. Left-handed batter. 
Lee toes the rubber. There's the stretch, the clutch, and the pitch. It's bunted toward third. Lee fields the ball, whips it to York, a sacrifice advancing Walters to third. One man out in the tang run on third. The batter coming up for the National Leaguers is Terry Moore, right-hander who has popped to third, fly to right field. Lee goes into a full windup. The infield playing shallow. A long fly to left. Williams backing up. Takes it for the put out. And here comes Walters streaking home with a tying run. Williams shot a nice throw in there. A perfect peg, but he had to throw clear from the barrier in left field. So it's all even, boys and girls. That's one run. The base is empty and two men out in the sixth inning. Walters, Bucky Walters, the pitcher. For the Nationals open with a double. Took third on Hack Sacrifice. Lee to York. Then came home on Terry Moore's long lift to Williams and left. Heath Reeser is up. Hits the first pitch. A high fly to right field. Jeff Heath is waiting under it, looking up at the sun. He drops it for a two-base error. Heath dropped that one for a two-base error. He was under it with plenty of time, looking up at that sun, and I guess apparently lost it at the last minute. The ball came into his glove and then popped out. The first error of the ball game. The score tied at one run. Reeser on second. Tony Myers up. Big left hand hitting first baseman was slide to center field and grounded to York. Ronnie's in there swinging. Lee pitches a curve, clips the outside corner across his knees for a call strike. And the stretch for the next one. Swinging strike, going for a low one. Two strikes, no balls. Donnie Mize at the plate. Pete Reeser on second to score tight at one run. Sixth inning of this all-star game. Lefty Lee pitches a fast ball a little low over the plate, but a little low, and Lee was on his way to the bench, and so was Dickey. Thought he had him on that one. Umpire Pinelli says, no, it's a ball, boys. Get back there and go to work. Two strikes, one ball. There's the clutch. The pitch. Myers hits a funny roller to third baseman. Travis comes up with the ball, whips it over to York. Johnny is out, and that ends the first half of the sixth inning, and the score is tied at one run on Bucky Walters' double, opening the inning on the first pitch. Sacrifice to third by Hack. Lee to York was the play, and then came home on Terry Moore's long high fly to Williams in deep left. Reeser then ran two bases. When Heath dropped his fly in right field, Myers ended the National League half of the inning, grounding out third to first, Travis to York. One run, one hit, one error, one left on base. Score all square at one run. The American Leaguers coming up in the sixth inning. This is WWJ and W4... 
5D. Enos Slaughter playing right field for the National League. Buck Travis first up for the American League. First pitch. A line drive, an easy line drive to second baseman Billy Harmon. One out. DiMaggio coming up. Joe hit a long drive, center field, second time at bat, first time fouled out to third baseman. Hack leans away from a fast inside Walters pitch for ball one. And the next one, inside and low, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. One man out in the sixth, the score tied at one run, DiMaggio at the plate. Joe is, takes a call strike, started to swing, let it go. It was down around his knees, and it's a call strike. Waters starts his wind-up. He pitches inside. Bucky turns around with his back to the plate, rubbing that ball a bit. Satisfied with it now, his arm goes up. Here's the pitch. Ball four. Almost a wild pitch. Nearly got past Lopez. And DiMaggio walks. First base on balls off Waters. And the second base on balls issued in this game. Whitlow Wyatt walked one. Derringer walked none. Feller and Lee have walked none. Williams coming up. DiMaggio on first. Williams doubled the first time, or the second time at bat, drove in Travis. For the lone American League run. Ball one outside to this left-hander. And the stretch for the next one. Williams fouls to Mervyn Shea, coaching at first. Took it on the first hop. Strike one, ball one. One ball, one strike. The stretch, the clutch, and the pitch. Ball two, it was fast and outside. Top belt high. Lopez all set, cocking his arm for a throw should DiMaggio break for second. Joe was on first, one out. The score tied at one run. This is the sixth inning. Waters is set. He pitches. DiMaggio... Williams flies to center fielder Reeser. Pete takes it for the putout, and DiMaggio hustles back from down around second. Two away. Jeff Heath coming up. Grounded to third and struck out. Grounded to second, rather, and struck out. Hit into a double play the first time up. Second time up was called out on strike. Bucky takes his stretch. He's ready. He pitches to this left-hander. A fastball high and outside. Ball one. And the next pitch. In the dirt. 
Nice picking by Al Lopez, the catcher, digging that one right out of the dirt, causing the dust to blow all over Pinelli's nice blue uniform. Two balls, no strikes. Slaughter playing very deep out there in right field. Reeser playing dead away in center field. Here's the pitch. Jeff swings and misses. There's a throw down to first base. And DiMaggio gets back safely. Mize taking the peg in front of the bag. Joe had a big lead that time with a count two balls. Looked as though the old hit and run was on there, but Heath missed. Two balls, one strike. And the stretch for the next one. Heath fouls out left field way. Hack is going for it. I don't think he can get to it. Nope, the ball drops in the ground. Those of you familiar with Briggs Stadium drops out there in the Tiger bullpen. And Heath picked it up and backhanded it into the crowd for a souvenir with Bill Summers right beside him. They're giving Hack quite a a round of applause for that uh, friendly gesture. I remember a day when Hack was on third and it wasn't, didn't look like a friendly gesture out here when Tommy Bridges had to go to work and how he did that day in that World Series. Two and two the count on Heath. The pitch misses the outside corner. Ball three, three and two. Two men out and Medwick on, and uh, DiMaggio on first. There goes Joe. Here's the pitch outside. Ball four. Heath rambles down to first. Second base on balls off Walters in this inning. DiMaggio moves to second. Two men are out. And Lou Budrow, who has just replaced Cronin at shortstop. The Cleveland flashy shortstop is in there. Bats them right-handed. very popular around here. I guess all over the circuit. A grand kid and a great ball player. First pitch, low. Ball one. Two men on, two men out. DiMaggio on second. Heath on first. Walters pitches high. Ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Lopez carries the ball halfway out to Walters. Now he's tossing it to him. Score tied at one run. Sixth inning. Two men out. Runners on second and first. Woodrow keeps waving that bat. He's in that crouch. Walters pitches and Lou lines a single over second. A line drive into center field. Then it's missed by Reeser trying to pick it up on the dead run. DiMaggio has scored. And Heath is stopping at third. Art Fletcher held Heath at third. Budrow went all the way to second when Reeser, trying for a one-hand pickup of this line drive in center field, overran the ball, and it permitted Budrow to take second. Scored as a single and an error for Reeser. DiMaggio coming home on the hit. The run batted in for Lou. And Heath pulled up at third. The score is 2-1 in favor of the American Leaguers. Rudy York coming to the plate. York has one hit, two times at bat. Single to left. Walters pitches a high, fast one inside for ball one. And 
the next one. Backs him away with another high fast one inside. Ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Two men out. Second and third occupied. Walters using a full wind-up. He's backed Rudy away from the plate with a couple of pitches. Now his arm goes up for the next one. York swings at a high curve. Strike one. Two balls, one strike. Bucky shakes himself out there on the slab. Glances over toward third. Begins his wind-up. The pitch. And Rudy hits a long high fly to left field. Reeser is under it and takes it for the out. Pete coming over from center field into left, taking the ball about 350 feet away from the plate. Plenty high in the air. Not enough carry against that wind. That ends the sixth inning with one run. One hit. One error. And two left on base. Travis, first up. Line to second baseman Herman. DiMaggio walked. Williams slide to Reeser in center. Heath also walked. Budrow lined a single over second in the center field, scoring DiMaggio, advancing Heath to third. Uh, Heath took third and Budrow second when Reeser fumbled a hit. Heath being charged with an error. Then York slide high to Reeser for the third out. Sid Hudson, big right-hander, now pitching. Jimmy Fox of Boston playing first base. Dominic DiMaggio of the Boston Red Sox playing right field for the American League. And uh, this is the first time the two DiMaggios have played together since they came up in organized ball. We hope they don't uh, quarrel out there, right in center field. Going into the seventh inning, the score now 2 1 in favor of the American Leaguers. Now we get these changes. Hudson starts his wind-up. He's a fastball pitcher, and that's hit right back into left field for a single. Fumbled by Williams. He falls down, comes up again, and he goes an extra base. Marky Vaughn. Enos Slaughter, first man up for the National Leaguers. Tickle that first pitch of Sid Hudson. For the Washington Senators, a single in the left, and when Williams... Slipped out there and fell down. Slaughter took an extra base on the error. Bang run is again on second. Nobody out. Archie Vaughn coming up. Left-handed batter. Budrow keeping the runner close to second. And just as Hudson was ready to pitch, Vaughn playing a little deep baseball there, backed out of the batter's box. Bill Dickey has gone out with the ball to talk to Sid. The kid's big moment. Now the conference is broken up. We're set to go. There's the stretch. And the pitch. 
Curveball inside low. Ball one. One ball, no strikes, nobody out, slaughter on second. There's a drive to right field, it's carrying high up, and it's a home run, the first home run of the ball game. Here comes some straw hats, and it's Archie Vaughn of the Pittsburgh Pirates, homering in the upper deck of the right field stand, over 315 feet away, and putting the National Leaguers back in the lead as he throws Enos Slaughter across ahead of him. It's now 3-2 in favor of the National League and nobody out in the seventh inning. Mr. Vaughn really pickled that Hudson fast pitch. Riding high up in there. This brings up Billy Harmon. He batted for Fry in the fifth and singled and replaced Fry at second. Stocks a fast one down the third baseline, rolling out into the left field corner. There's an extra base hit being grabbed by one of the fans reaching out of the stands out there. A two-base hit. And these National Leaguers seem to care very kindly for the pitching slipped in here by Sid Hudson. A single, a home run, and double. The first three men to face him. Nobody out in the seventh. Jimmy Fox, playing first base now, goes over and talks to Hudson. Coming into the batter's box, right-hand hitting catcher Al Lopez. Sid pitches from the shoulder. Al bunts out in front of the plate. Dickey grabs it up and throws to Gordon, covering first for the put-out, a sacrifice hit. And Bucky Waters, it's his turn to bat. He did all right the only time he's been up by stalking a double down the left field line. I don't know whether he... No, he's not going to hit. Somebody else coming up, a Brooklyn Dodger. Leo DeRocher has a little confab with him. Number six, it's Joe Ducky Wucky Medwick. Ducky Medwick batting for Walters. Ducky had fun out here one time in the World Series when a member of the card. First pitch, right-handed batter, breaks over for a call strike. And the next one. A sock on the ground, a shortstop. Budrow bluffs the runner back to third, then rifles the ball over to Fox. Retiring Medwick, a swell play by Lou Budrow at Cleveland shortstop. He held Herman on third and then whipped the ball over to Fox ahead of the runner for the second out. Dan Hack coming up, left-handed batter with one hit and two official times at bat. Herman on third. The score, 3-2 in favor of the National Leaguers. Seventh inning. Hudson starts his wind-up. Pitches a fast ball low. Ball one.
Dickey down there in the crouch. Calls for the pitch. Now he's straightening up. Sid delivers a curve. It's bunted. A surprise bunt, but it's foul over in the Tiger dugout. Where the Nash, where the American leaguers are huddling today behind third base. And the count on Hack is one and one. The score is 3-2 in favor of the National League. Seventh inning. One strike, one ball. Sid gets the sign. He starts his wind-up. He pitches high over Hack's head. Fast ball and plenty fast. So the count is two balls and one strike. DeRocher coaching at first says, Now you're ready, kid. Pick him up. Meaning stock one out there and drive in this runner on third, Billy Herman. There's the motion, the pitch. Right in there. Curve ball. Belt high for a call strike. Count is two and two. Two men out and Herman on third. Hudson gets the sign. He starts his motion. He pitches a fast curve outside. Ball three and strike two. Three balls, two strikes. The motion and the pitch is inside. A little high for ball four. Hack walks, trots down the first. And this brings Terry Moore to the plate. Terry has popped the shortstop, slide to right, and a long fly to left field drove in the first National League run in that sixth inning. Right-handed batter, runners on first and third. Moore swings and misses the first pitch. Hudson dropping a curve in there pretty low. Waiting around. Now he's all set. Dickey out of the crouch. Here's the pitch. Foul. Top deck. Out first base way. Rolling around on the roof. Strike two. Two strikes. No balls. Two strikes. No balls. No balls. Cross in there. Hudson pitches, curve outside, ball one. Now the count is two and one. Herman on third, Hack on first, Moore at the plate. There's the pitch, and he swings and misses a fast one inside, close to his thumbs for strike three. So that ends the seventh inning for the National Leaguers, in which they jumped in the lead by scoring two runs, made three hits, had two men left on base, and the American Leaguers made one error. Started out with Enos Slaughter facing Sid Hudson, the third American League pitcher. Single to left on the first pitch and took an extra base when Williams fumbled a hit. Archie Vaughn homered in the upper deck of the right field stands, scoring behind Slaughter to put the National Leaguers in the lead, three to two. Herman doubled down the left field line. Lopez sacrificing the third. Dickey to Gordon, who covered first. Medwick batted for Walters, grounded out short to first. Budrow, the shortstop, holding Herman on third while throwing the runner out. Hack walked, and Moore struck out. Now we have the fourth. 
National League pitcher coming in. Claude Passo of Chicago. The Chicago Cubs. Waters. Short two innings. Gave up three hits, one run. Struck out two, walked two. Passo is pitching. Passo of the Chicago Cubs pitching. Harry Danning of the New York Giants now catching for the National Leaguers. And Charlie Keller of the New York Yankees will undoubtedly bat after Bill Dickey. Bat for the pitcher, Hudson. Dickey is first up. Bill has one hit and two times at bat. And Keller is waiting here in the batter's ring. Strike called on Dickey. Passo, a right-hander. Laying that one over the outside corner to Bill. The score is 3-2 in favor of the National League. Seventh inning. Claude pitches high and outside for ball one. One and one. Flexes his arm a bit. And pitches over that outside corner knee high to Dickey for a call strike. Two strikes and one ball. Two and one. There's the wind-up. The pitch. Outside. Ball two. Two and two. Harry the horse behind the plate. Big Harry Danning. Good catcher, good hitter. Two and two the count on Dickey. A couple of pretty good catchers right there at the plate now. Dickey fouls into the dirt. Right on top of that pitch. And I think it hit Bill on the toe as it bounced up. He's leaning on the bat out there. That's the second time he's been hit on that right foot. He's limping around as he comes slowly back to the left-hand batter's box. Bill's time is up as he's standing there talking to umpire Babe Finelli. All right, I guess we're set. He's back in there. The count two and two. Herman is playing very deep for Dickey, way out on the grass, second base position. Passo starts his windup. He pitches. Dickey lines the third baseman hack. Stan going in the air and spearing that ball as he was riding over behind third base, robbing Dickey of a two-base hit, and Charlie Keller will bat for Hudson. Charlie Keller of the New York Yankees, left-handed batter, now batting for Sid Hudson. Hudson worked one inning. Gave up two runs. Three hits. Walked none. Walked one. Struck out one. Keller, a left-hand hitter and a powerful hitter. Swings and misses. Strike one. Nearly fell down as he went around on that pitch. One man out, bases empty. Strike two calls. Finelli raising his right arm as Passo found the outside corner around the batter's knees. 
Two strikes and nothing on Charlie, batting for Hudson. Danning calls for the next pitch. Here it comes. Ball, a little high, outside. Two strikes, one ball. And the windup. Here's the pitch. Keller fouls back. Passo getting a new ball, gives it a going over. Pulls his cap down a little more firmly. Wipes his pitching hand on his trousers. Those pretty light blue trousers that the White Sox wear, that road uniform. Now he's in motion. Here's the pitch. Outside, fast ball. Up around the batter's eyes. Ball two, two and two. And the score is 3-2 in favor of the National Leaguers. Seventh inning with one man out. Bases empty. Passo taking plenty of time. He does a lot of fiddling around. Now he's on the rubber and the arm goes up for the pitch. It's coming and Keller struck out swinging. Going for a fastball on the outside corner down around his knees. Joe Gordon. New York Yankees now playing second base and coming to bat for the first time in this game. Two gone in the seventh. Joe steps up in that right-hand batter's box. He swings and misses a high fast pitch for strike one. One strike on Joseph. And the next one. A little high outside for ball one. One and one. Good ball game. One strike, one ball. Passo taking his time. There's two outs. He's got a one-run lead to protect. He pitches low and inside to Gordon. Ball two. Two balls and one strike. Clear out against the screen in left field. Nearly against the screen is Terry Moore, left fielder. He knows Gordon hits him out that way when he hits him. And he fouled that pitch off for strike two, and the count is two and two. Two strikes, two balls, two out, bases empty, three-two in favor of the National Leaguers. National Leaguers have made eight hits. They're supposed to be the club without the power, while the American Leaguers have made five, and there's a grounder to shortstop. Archie Vaughn comes up with it, pegs it to Myers at first, and Gordon is out, and that ends the seventh. No run, no hit, no error. Three up and three away. Dickey lined to hack, third baseman, for a leaping one-hand catch. Keller batted for Hudson and struck out. And Gordon grounded out, short to first. So now we get the the fourth American League pitcher, and it looks like lefty Edgar Smith of the uh, White Sox. Frankie Hayes of the Philadelphia Athletics going behind the plate. Edgar Smith, left-hander, 
used to be with the Philadelphia Athletics before going to Jimmy Dyke's Chicago club. And Hayes was his battery mate there. So they oughtn't to have a whole lot of trouble getting signs fixed up. The score is 3-2 in favor of the National Leaguers. This is WWJ and W45D Detroit bringing you this ninth All-Star Classic from Briggs Stadium. National Leaguers out in front, 3-2, going into the eighth inning. First man up will be Pete Riser of the Brooklyn Dodgers. Center fielder has had no hits in three times at bat. He's the leading National League hitter. Smitty a left-hander, Reiser a right-hand batter. Ed's first pitch is popped up into short left field. Budrow going out for it, falls down, and the ball drops foul. There's been a good deal of skidding around in this field today on account of the rain yesterday, the couple of heavy showers we had. The infield is in excellent shape, but apparently the outfield is a little bit skiddy because uh, earlier in the game, if you've been in all the day, You'll remember that right fielder Bill Nicholson of the National Leaguers fell down and right out there, causing a line drive of Ted Williams to skid over his head for a two-base knock. Ted Williams has also fallen in left field, and Budrow would have made a catch of this foul ball had he not slipped and fallen. Count is one and one on Reeser. Hayes comes out of the crouch. Smith pitches. Reeser swings at a ball that hit the dirt in front of the plate. That's how much drop Smitty had on that one. Strike two. Two strikes. One ball. Three-two in favor of the National League. Eighth inning. Foul. Kicked that one into the dirt. Another drop that Smith was throwing in there. Reeser got just a little bit of it on the end of his bat. First man up in the eighth. Left-handed batter. Strike called on Reeser. Smith finding the outside corner with a fast pitch. Between the knees and the belt. Next man coming up is Johnny Myers. Left-hand batting first baseman. Foul takes the first pitch. Strike one. Fouled it right into Hayes' mitt. And the arm goes up for the next one. Slow curve. Failed to come over. Hung a little bit inside. Ball one. One and one. One strike. One ball. There's the motion. Mize lines to right field. It's going safely against the barrier. Bouncing away. Being chased out there by Dominic DiMaggio. Having trouble picking it up, and two it bases. goes for a two-base two hit. Dominic broke toward center field as Mize swung. But Johnny pulled the ball up toward the foul line on the opposite way from which he was going. 
By the time he could get back, the ball was past him against the barrier. Playing it on the rebound, he had trouble picking it up. It's a two-base hit for Johnny. One man out. Myers on second, Enos Slaughter, who opened against Hudson in the last inning and singled. Took an extra base when Williams fumbled. Moves into the left-hand batter's box. Smith pitches a curve low and outside, down in the dirt, out in the right-hand batter's box for ball one. That's the fourth two-base hit. Mize was the fourth two-bagger. Vaughn has a home run. That accounts for the extra base hit. One ball accounts to Slaughter. Hayes out of the crouch, holding the mitt for Smitty to see. Smith pitches a beautiful curve, starts at the batter. He backs away a little, breaks over the plate. Belt high for a call strike. One man out and Myers on second. Smitty takes his stretch. He pitches a foul ball back into the stands. Bounces down the screen. Strike two on Slaughter. And it's two strikes and one ball. Leo DeRocher coaching at first, giving advice to Johnny Myers, the runner on second. Smitty comes up to the stretch, down to the clutch. He pitches. Strike three called. And DeRocher's talk to Myers to watch a ball hit out there, meaning left field, didn't mean much there. The slaughter took that pitch for a called third strike. And here comes Archie Vaughn getting a big hand from the crowd. It's Archie's home run off Sid Hudson in the seventh inning with slaughter on base that put the National Leaguers back in the, put them in the lead. Two to three, and, and they're still in there. First pitch to Archie, left-hand batter, ball one. One ball to count. Smitty looks him over, taking plenty of time. Now there's the stretch. He comes down, he pitches, and there's another drive that looks as though it's his second home run. It is. It's up in the upper deck again, tickling that one in the upper deck of the right field stand. Two home runs for Archie Vaughn in this ball game, and that puts the National Leaguers out in front by two more runs to make it 5-2 in favor of the older circuit. He really, that ball was hit harder than the first one. Hit further down towards center field. But up in the stands, I would say about 350 feet away. The upper deck of the right field stands. Two home runs in succession for Archie Vaughn. Each with a man on base. And that's the time to get them. Two out. Base is empty now. Billy Harmon up. Has had two hits, a single and double, and as many times at bat. First pitch, ball one, a right-handed batter. Crowd is still murmuring over Vaughn's second homer. A smash on the ground that Jimmy Fox gives it the chest, then tosses to Smith. Smith misses the bag, and umpire Grieve at first base rules the runner safe. There's Smith. Smith is charged with the boot. A bounding ball down towards second. Jimmy Fox, the first baseman, went down and gave it the chest. In other words, blocked it with his chest. He picked it up, tossed to Smith, covering the bag. 
Smitty got the throw in time, but his foot missed the bag ahead of the runner. Herman is on first on Smith's error. Two men out. Harry Danning, the catcher, making his first appearance at the plate. Right-handed batter. Takes the first pitch, a fast one on the outside corner. Knee high for a call strike. And the clutch for the next one. Fast one outside. Ball one. One and one. Score is 5-2 in favor of the National League. Eighth inning. Two men out. Herman on first. Smitty pitches low. Ball two. Two balls, one strike. takes a lead. Smith pitches. Danning drops a fly ball. Out right field way. Joe Gordon goes out for it and takes his over his shoulder for the put out. Second baseman Gordon running out in the short right. Take that over his shoulder for the put out. That ends the eighth for the National Leaguers. And they've got a three run lead on the Americans. The American League comes to bat in the eighth. Two runs. Two hits, one error, one left. With Edgar Smith, left-hander, pitching for the American League, Reeser was called out on strikes. Mize doubled to right. Slaughter was called out on strikes. Vaughn duplicated his hit of the previous inning by hitting a home run up in the right field pavilion, scoring behind Mize. Herman was safe at first when... Smith missed the toss from Fox for the play. And Danning popped to Gordon for the third out. Frank McCormick is playing first base for the National League. McCormick of the Cincinnati Reds. Bonds, two home runs in this all-star game. Goes just a little bit better than any of the his predecessors. Lou Gehrig and Frankie Frisch were the only ones to hit more than one home run in the all-star games in which they participated. Frisch getting one in 33 and 34. Gehrig making one in 36 and 37. Vaughn got his in the same game. Up at the dish is Cecil Travis. Count is one and one. Buck has had one hit. Three times at bat, a two-base hit. He cracks a high fly foul over near the Tiger dugout toward third, and it's taken by Stan Hack for the putout. The National Leaguer's third baseman. Harry Danning, the catcher, was right over there with him. One out in the eighth. Joe DiMaggio coming up. Joe's gone hitless. He's walked once, flied deep to right center field, and fouled off the third base.
Claude Pessot, right-hander of the Chicago Cubs, now pitching and lays a fastball in there, letter high for a call strike. One strike on DeMott. The score is 5-2 in favor of the National Leaguers. Joe fouls a pitch that will go through a runway in the second deck. Coming up there looked like a souvenir ball, but went right down through one of the runways. And the ball was traveling pretty fast. Maybe it's a good thing it did. Might have hurt someone. Two strikes and nothing. Passo getting a new ball from umpire Pinelli. Dries his hand, blows on the meat hand now, rubs it dry. Boys are out there barking it up. That National League team feels pretty cocky right now. Three-run lead in the eighth inning. Passo starts his windup. Here's the pitch. DiMaggio drives to left center field. It's dropping safely and skidding past Reacher against the barrier to the 400-foot mark. And DiMaggio pulls up at second. A double between center fielder Reacher and left fielder Terry Moore. Two base hits for DiMaggio. This game doesn't count, however, in the consecutive game record. Ted Williams up there. Left-handed batter. Said he's had one hit in two official times at bat. First pitch is outside. A fastball, little low, ball one. The official attendance just came in. I don't know whether you heard it or not, but it's 54,674. A nice crowd, but not the largest crowd that's been in this ballpark. Vaughn pitches a curved ball that fails to find the plate for ball two. Broke a little inside to Williams. DiMaggio on second. One man out in the eighth. Five-two in favor of the National Leaguers. There's the clutch. Sure, foul into the dirt. Right at the batter's feet. Ted going for a low-breaking pitch. Just got on top of it. And the count is two balls, one strike. Wind freshening up a bit and blowing from the left field corner toward the right field corner. Coming more in, just right in toward the plate from left field. Beautiful day for this ball game. Very high sky now. No clouds up there. Tough on the outfielders. Passo pitches. Williams fouls another one back. Strike two, and the count is two and two. Two strikes, two balls. Passo taking plenty of time out there. He knows he has a kid up there that wants to wail the tar out of this pitch. Now he's set. There's the clutch. He pitches. And Williams is called out on strike on a knee-high pitch. Two men out. Dominic DiMaggio coming up. Now here's brother and brother. Joe on second. Dom at the plate. Both of them right-hand batters. Joe a whole lot bigger than his brother. Both of them take about the same wide stance at the plate. Two men out. 5-2 in favor of the National Leaguers in the eighth inning. There's the clutch. 
Passo pitches. Dominic fouls back up in the screen. Strike one. One strike on Dominic. Passo looking at this new ball, examining it very carefully. Now he seems satisfied with it. Cagey pitcher out there. He takes his time. Goes through a lot of motion. Now he's ready. And Dominic drives a hit in the right field. Here comes Joe coming home. Joe DiMaggio scoring from second on brother Dominic's line single to right center. The score is now 5-3. In favor of the National Leaguers. Two out. Dominic DiMaggio on first. Lou Budrow coming up. Lou batted in a run in the sixth inning, the only time he's been at bat. Passo takes his stance. There's the clutch, the pitch. A very high fast one over the batter's head. Ball one. First, trying to nip the runner off, nothing doing as Budrow took a cut at that pitch. The count is one and one. Danning snapped the ball down to McCormick at first, but Dominic DiMaggio got back safely. Budrow at the plate with a count one and one, two out in the eighth. Passo pitches and Budrow singles through the box and over second. Little Dom is going to third as Reeser fumbles and Budrow takes second. Reeser has looked bad on a couple of ground hits. Had Dominic DiMaggio foresight that Reeser would have fumbled that when he'd have come all the way home. He had already stopped at second when Pete fumbled a bit. Then he headed for third, and Budrow went on to second. Jimmy Fox is at the plate. The tying runs are on second and third. Two men are out in the eighth inning, and this is Fox's first time to bat. Budrow has done very nicely with two hits and two times at bat. Drove in a run the first time. Fox swings at a high, fast inside pitch for strike one. And the crowd is a bit noisy right now. I hope I'm getting this into the microphone. All right, Frank? One strike on Fox. Claude winds. Jimmy swings. Strike two. Fox is really trying to belt that ball out of the lot. It's two strikes and nothing. Five three in favor of the National Leaguers. Dominic DiMaggio on third. Lou Budrow on second. Two strikes on Fox. Jimmy struck out on a high one. Passo getting him on three pitches. He went for all three of them. And that ends the eighth with one run, three hits, one error. Two left on base. Travis first up. Fouled out to third baseman Hack. Joe DiMaggio doubled to right center. Ted Williams called out on strikes. Dominic DiMaggio doubled to right. Scoring brother Joseph. Budrow singled to center. And when Reeser fumbled a hit, DiMaggio went to third. And... 
Quadro second on the error. Fox struck out on three pitches. The score now 5-3 in favor of the National Leaguers. Passo first up in the ninth, getting a fine hand from the crowd. He took care of a tough batter there when he had to. Quad bats him as he throws them right-handed. Eddie Smith out there on the hill, left-hander, the fourth National League pitcher to work. Each team has used four pitchers, and the first pitch is a call strike on Passo. And incidentally, Mr. Passo is quite a hitter. He has banged out several home runs for the Chicago Cubs when it meant a lot while he was in there pitching. Takes the next one outside, takes a look at it rather. Ball one, one and one. National Leaguers have made ten hits so far. The American League, eight. The National League is leading by the same margin of runs. Two runs. It's 5-3. Passo hits a drive to right field. Dominic DiMaggio is waiting for it and takes it for the put out. One away. Stan Hack is next. One hit. Three times at bat. But Cookie Lavagetto is going to bat for Hack. Cookie Lavagetto of the Brooklyn Dodgers batting for Hack. He's a right-handed batter. Right name Harry, but they all call him Cookie. He's a third baseman. First pitch. Fouls behind. Coming back for it is Hayes, but the ball is in the stands. Bouncing right around down there where Virginia is. He almost got hit on Hade. Been bad for the ball. Smitty gets a new ball from umpire Pinelli. He's in there looking for the sign. Hayes still in the crouch. Here's the pitch. Cookie socks a fast one to Jimmy Fox. A swell stop. He's tossing to Smith. And this time Smith gets his hoof on the bag out there to retire the runner. A nice play by Jimmy Fox, the first baseman. A hard hit smash. Curving foul. Jim had to go for it fast, made the stop. Smith hurried over, took the toss, and there's two away. Next, Terry Moore. Left fielder who has gone hitless and four times at bat. Right-handed batter. First pitch, fast ball in there, belt high for a call strike. And the next one. A high foul up first base way. Fox shielding his eyes from the sun with his glove is under it and takes it. And that ends the ninth for the National Leaguers. Now the American Leaguers come in facing a two-run deficit. It's 5-3 in favor of the National League. Smith got by the ninth inning retiring the side in order. No run, no hit, no error. Passo flied to... Dominic DiMaggio and right. Lavagetto batted for Hack. Fox made a swell play on his fast bounder and tossed to Smith for the out at first. And more foul to Fox. Lavagetto will play third, replacing Hack. We've got a new shortstop in there. Eddie Miller of the Boston Bees playing shortstop for the National Leaguers. And I guess that about takes care of the changes. Frankie Hayes will be the first batter up for the American League. Archie Vaughn can well afford to rest in this ninth inning. He did all right. 
He only made three hits, two of them home runs. He drove in four of the five runs scored by the National Leaguers. the only changes. Lavagetto playing third, Eddie Miller playing short first pitch to Hayes, a call strike as Pesso broke it on the inside corner to this right-hand batter. This is Frank's first time at the plate. And the next one is hit a high fly in short center field. There's a gang of them out there for it. And second baseman takes it for the put out. A very high fly in short center field. Three of them out there for it, and second baseman Herman took it for the put out. And Passo, all, all he has to do is get two more to win this ball game for the National Leaguers. Here's a pinch hitter. Ken Keltner batting for Smith. Ken Keltner, the Cleveland Indians, batting for Smith. Takes the first pitch on the outside corner letter high for a called strike. Right-handed batter, two out, five, three in favor of the National League. The pitch, Keltner smashes to shortstop. Miller boots the ball. And Keltner is on first on the error. It was a tricky bounder. Came to Eddie Miller, the shortstop, on a bad bounce. And it scored, and rightly, as a base hit. That ball took a bad hop down there, hit Miller in the chest. He made a second grab at it, and it scored as a base hit for Keltner. He was batting for Smith, the pitcher. Now we have Flash Gordon up there. Joe's been at bat once, grounded to shortstop. First pitch, swinging strike. One man out in the ninth, five, three in favor of the National League. And the next pitch. Gordon lands a hit into right field. Keltner pulls up at second. Slaughter fielded that ball fast. The rally is on. There's a chance here for the American League. One man out and runners on first and second. The tying runs. And a fellow by the name of Buck Travis coming up. Who has already hit one double. In four times at bat and scored one run. Left-handed batter. One away in the ninth. Five. Three in favor of the National League. First pitch to Travis is a fast ball. A bit outside. Letter high. Ball one. Keltner is on second. Gordon on first. Passo pitching from the shoulder. Here it comes. And there's a foul ball drifting out left field way into the bullpen, usually occupied by the Tiger warm-up pitchers. Strike one and ball one. For the National League, Archie Vaughn has batted in four of the five runs. Terry Moore batted in the other with a long fly to left field. Vaughn is not in the game now. Eddie Miller playing short. Passo is ready. He pitches. A curved ball. Gets the outside corner for a call strike on Travis. 
Two strikes, one ball. One man out. Second and first occupied. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball two, two and two. Two balls, two strikes. There's the clutch. The pitch is coming. Another one outside, ball three, three and two. The crowd is hanging around. I haven't seen anybody go home yet. Fifty-four thousand six hundred and seventy-four. Ted Williams is batted in one of the American League runs. Lou Budrow is batted in one. Dominic DiMaggio is batted in one. And Travis has a chance to bat in one right here. Pesso working on the new one, dries his hand, faces the batter. Here's the pitch. Ball four. That loads the bases. He tried to make him go for another outside pitch. Travis wouldn't swing. Three men on, one man out, and Joe DiMaggio up. Joe's had one hit, a double off Paso the last time up. He walked once, glide deep to center field, fouled out to third base. That's the first base on balls issued by Paso. Bucky Walters walked two, Whit Wyatt walked one. Derringer walked none. Three on, full wind-up. Here's the pitch. DiMaggio fouls. Tops one, bounces it on the ground over toward the Tiger dugout behind third where the American leaguers are huddling today. Tying runners on second. Keltner on third. Joe Gordon on second. Buck Travis on first. One man out and one strike on DiMaggio. Joseph. Plenty of racket out here. Pesso's arm goes up for the pitch. DiMaggio swings at a fast one, and he was swinging from the heel cleats. High fast pitch. Joseph failed to meet it. He was really going. Going for three or four that time. Huh? <laughs> yeah, but he was going for more. All right, two strikes, one... A bounder to shortstop. Eddie Miller handles the ball fast. Here comes Keltner scoring. Miller's toss to Herman at second. Forces Travis. DiMaggio beat Herman's rather bad throw to McCormick. It pulled him off the bag. And there's only one out on the play. Instead of a double play, ending the ball game. Herman's throw from second to McCormick at first to try to complete the double. Pulled the first baseman off the bag and gave Joe DiMaggio a life at first. Gordon moved over to third. The score is 5-4 in favor of the National Leaguers. A big huddle out there at the pitcher's mound with Ted Williams coming up. And we'll see what the dope is. First and third occupied. Williams has had one hit, a double, has walked once, flied to center field and struck out. Now, the tying run, the person that Joe Gordon is on third. First pitch to Williams, 
Way outside, little high, it looks as though it might have possibly been a pitch out for Danning to take a peg at third base. However, Levagetto isn't paying much attention to the base runner. He's protecting that territory. But Williams might push a hit down through there, playing right on the line between third and second, while Eddie Miller, the shortstop, is deep and over near second. Second baseman Herman up toward first. Foul ball right over our heads. Strike. Count is one and one. Two men gone in the ninth. Five, four in favor of the National Leaguers. One strike and one ball. Ted Williams, the batter, danning out of the crouch. Passo pitches. High, inside, ball, two, and Passo is asking umpire Babe Pinelli, toss him a new ball. There's something wrong with that one. Babe does. Claude gives this one a going over. And this, boys and girls, is a ball game and has been one all afternoon. A real all-star affair. They've done everything, made errors, good plays, hits. The pitch... Williams hits a towering fly. It looks as though it's way up in there. Way up, way up in the top. Hits the top deck, the third deck. And this ball game is over with the American League coming through again. It'll count as a home run because the ball is up on the top deck of the right field stands. Everybody grabbing Ted, patting him on the back. Joe Cronin has his hat off and is giving him a Dutch rub. Artie Fletcher is also on his back. And the kid really laced that one out. Boy, oh boy, it didn't go over the roof, but it hit the third deck barrier in right field way up there plenty high. The third home run made in this ball game. Archie Vaughn made two for the National Leaguers and drove in four of their five runs. And Williams came along with this one to win the ball game, knocking in Gordon and Joe DiMaggio. And, of course, himself. So that makes the totals for the ninth inning. Two men out when the home run was hit. And the winning run scored. Three ru- four runs. Three hits. No error. And none left on base. And the final score, the American Leaguers, seven runs, 11 hits, three errors. American League, seven runs, 11 hits, three errors. National League, five runs, 10 hits, two errors. The winning pitcher, Edgar Smith of the Chicago White Sox, the last one in there, and the loser, Claude Passeau of the Chicago Cubs. So Chicago was very prominent in this. Boys and girls, this game came to you through WWJ and W45D, and it was quite a ball game. And now the American League has the edge on the national. Six games to three. Started out today with five three now it's six to three and it looked for a, quite a while as though the National League was going to sort of upset the dope bucket 
because all the pregame dope was that the American League would have the power at the plate while the National League would have the better pitching. However, up until this ninth inning, the National League not only had made more hits, but also more runs. And looked as though they were going to come in there with a five to two victory. After Frankie Hayes, first man up, with a score five three in favor of the National League. Frankie Hayes first up, popped a towering fly to second baseman Billy Harmon. Ken Keltner then of Cleveland Indians batted for Smith the pitcher and singled. Joe Gordon kept it going with a single. Keltner stopping at second. Then Travis walked, filling the bases. Joe DiMaggio slapped a fast bounder to shortstop, which ordinarily would have been turned into a double play and a victory for the National League. Miller gathered up the ball all right, tossed to Herman at second, forcing Travis. But Herman's throw was a bit wide to first base, It pulled McCormick off the bag. DiMaggio, going fast, hit it before McCormick could get back or tag him and was safe, preventing a double play on which Keltner scampered home from third. Then they had a big consultation out around the mound as to what to do with Ted Williams with runners on first and third and two out. Shall we pitch to the kid or shall we walk him and take a chance on Dominic DiMaggio, who would have been the next batter up with the bases loaded. They decided to pitch to Ted. And Ted took a crack at the second, third pitch, hit it high against the top barrier out in right field, a home run, scoring Gordon and DiMaggio ahead of him, ending the ball game with the American Leaguers winning 7-5. to five. The pitching uh, summaries of this game, Whitlow Wyatt, to take the National League first. Whitlow Wyatt of the Brooklyn Dodgers started, worked two innings, allowed no runs, no hits, struck out none and walked one. Paul Derringer followed him, worked for two, gave up one run, two hits, struck out one and walked none. Bucky Walters, also of the Cincinnati Reds, pitched two innings, gave up one run, three hits, struck out two and walked two. And Passo, Claude Passo of the Chicago Cubs, the last pitcher in there worked the last three and was touched for five runs, six hits, struck out two, and walked one. He's the losing pitcher. For the American League, Bob Feller, the Cleveland Indians, worked the first three, allowed no runs, gave up one hit, struck out three, and walked none. Lefty Thornton Lee of the Chicago White Sox worked the next three, He gave up one run, four hits, struck out none, walked none. Sid Hudson pitched one inning and got himself into trouble in that seventh inning. First man up singled. Then Archie Vaughn hit the first of his two home runs, scoring behind Slaughter, who had singled. Hudson got rid of the rest of them without any further scoring, but his record for the one inning was two runs, three hits, struck out one and walked one. Edgar Smith of the Chicago White Sox, pitched the eighth and ninth. Smitty struck out the first man to face him, Slaughter, and then uh, Mr. Vaughn came through with his second home run in succession. 
or he struck out the first man, Pete uh, Reeser. Johnny uh, Myers doubled off Smitty. And Smitty fanned Slaughter. And with two out and Myers on second, Archie Vaughn repeated his performance of the seventh inning and homered off Smith to knock in Myers ahead of him. That ended the run scoring for the Nationals. 